I am into my finance. But you know that I'm not into the boring side of finance. Neither are you. No. You just want your money to do what you need it to do. Simple as. Yeah, and that's where Revolut come in. Look at that. Touch that as a card. How quality does that feel? Oh. Does that feel good? The look of the card. That says Lawrence McKenna on it. Look, I'm not going to show you the back because I know what you guys are like. And not only that, but I've got it on my iPhone as well. So I can just... Double tap, Apple Pay, thanks, see you later, away I go. Not only that, but it helps me track all those finances, so every time I spend something, I've got it all logged down there. Makes it nice and easy for me. You'd think that that would be a lot easier than it is, but Revolut make it easy, and that's the point. I love it, but I think you'll love it too, which is why if you go download the app right now, you get a £20 bonus if you, hit our link in the description, get any of your choice of card, because there are a couple of choices of cards, you don't have to just take this one. I do like that. I could have drawn my own design on this. On the website it says, oh, do you want to put your own little design on that and I could have put my own design there on you it go, then. but I just went no I just want a black card thank you very much so anyway you get your choice of card and then after three transactions that means that you will get a £20 welcome offer so all you got to do is just go into your local corner shop sure I'll just tap that there sure I'll just tap that there whatever oh do I need to put it in the machine because you don't have contactless because you know you're an old guy who just runs a little corner shop and hasn't quite caught up with the 21st century it's alright this goes everywhere mate Amazing. I get the discounts with Nike if you go to certain restaurants Nike. Ni- it's Nike. We're so in it's the Nike. UK. Yeah, well, we're in the world, Brian. Up to 40% off. Yes, please. So check out the app link in the description below. Go take a look at it. You're supporting True Geordie as well by supporting yourself. By getting you. one of these bad boys. Look after so. yourself and look after us at the same time. Absolutely. And get a great product. Absolutely. Everyone's a winner. Now, let's dive back in. We, we opened up the... Uh, the old Instagram. The old Inst Live Vision. We've I'll asked stop. you a lot what you want us to talk about. First up, YouTube boxing. Uh, it's back. There's it, it, there's some great things and mm-hmm. some not so great things. So right. that's... Well, wow, you, you're really selling this. Should we start with the good stuff first? Yeah. Of what we, By the way, if anyone wants Brian to commentate on their fights or wants him to be ringside for any of this stuff, it's this kind of commentary that people pay the big bucks for. Tonight, guys, there's some good stuff... And some not so good stuff. I mean, to Welcome honest, to the boxing. I would like to do that and just be completely honest because I think a lot right. of the time on Sky, DAZN, and all these other platforms, pretend you, you do see a lot of hiding, and you shouldn't. You uh, tell the audience the truth. Right. What what you see is good evening. Welcome back. We've got some big fights coming up for you tonight. Of course, we don't know what's going to happen in any of them, uh, and that's what makes this exciting. And what they don't understand is that's not what's exciting about this. They missell it. But the, the positives are. KSI's coming back to boxing. It's happening. Great. It's real. I'm in. And from what I'm hearing, mm-hmm. and I can't go into too much detail, detail but, but I do think the roadmap is 100% KSI fights Jake Paul in the next 12 to 18 months max. At some point. Uh, yeah, in the next year, by the end of next year, wow. we should have seen that fight. And Jake Paul, according to Eddie Hearn, is fighting Tommy Fury this August as well. So that like puts that. them in a, a direct... Because the fact that they're both fighting in August means that they can sort of match each other on the road to fighting each other. And of course, the, similar opponents as well. You know, we're looking at Tommy on one side, huge boxer, Alex Wasabi, obviously. He's of well, equal... Potentially Alex Wasabi might be... It might, uh, there's rumours of Dylan Dennis, which I think would be... Wow, that's a big step. That's a big fight to come back to. It, 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 Good name. He's technically a fighter. Yeah. So I get that. But he's a fighter who never fights. And his last fight was against some security guard who turned out to be a chocolatier, according to Michael Bisping. Wow. Um, that's, that's actually who cool. Who choked him out outside. And Dylan Dennis, the one the one thing he is known for is uh, jiu-jitsu. And uh, he was getting tapped out outside of a 
nightclub in America. Right. The point is... Tap on the Lindor. Um, I'm excited. JJ, have you seen this transformation picture? His latest one. Wow, yeah, the guy, the guy's got abs. Mm. This is at Radio 1's big weekend as well, so he's willing to go as low as that. So this is the, this is the first time we've seen him in shape, shape. Look at that fucking chain as Since well. the last time he bought box, because he obviously ballooned a little bit. I heard off our boy earlier uh, that uh, he was at an event and JJ basically is being very strict in his diet, in his commitments. Like, right. You know, like bedtime and all sorts of shit. It's like, really? Yeah, yeah. He said he, that's a great excuse. When you know that, when you know when Elliot's chewing your ear off an event and he goes, go, "Yeah, got to go bed yeah. bedtime." Yeah. Um, JJ, what are you still here? It's four a.m. Yeah. I thought you went to bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. See, I'm on yeah. a call. Um, got a call in a club. So, so KSI is coming back. We yeah. don't know what to expect. We've seen we've had three years or something with no fighting from JJ. So sure. there's a lot of progress that can be made in that time. And you don't know, I mean, he he's also gone to music, so he's dedicated a lot of time to that. He sort of feels like he's nailed that. So back into the box. So there's, there's, there's the unknown because KSI from Logan Paul 1 to Logan Paul 2, in my opinion, there wasn't anywhere near enough progress made in those Agreed. two fights. Yeah. Um, if you look at the trajectory of Jake, if we're being brutally honest here, Jake is... I think until recently made a lot of big jumps and then in the Woodley fights I felt like it was a bit of a regression but maybe that's because there was a far better fighter in front of him sure it feels like a regression because the chart's meant to go like that isn't it yeah, and well, the chart went it, yeah. It, yeah and that does happen yeah. to be fair to all fighters you see some fighters they go from fight to fight where there's not a jump and then the next fight there's a huge jump so right. the graph doesn't go like that no, automatically always um, I'm looking at them both and I'm really intrigued to see where this goes mm -hmm. um, I think JJ is claiming his style is totally different now and I think obviously it would have to be because by his own admission I'm sure he looks back at the Logan fights and think you know what that wasn't boxing it was him going for a brawl falling with style and uh, it was a little bit he was falling in a bit and it, it was it was a brawler I mean it was badass don't get me wrong he was running after Logan Paul fucking trying to take his fucking head off yeah but at the same time if you do that against the Jake Paul who was now a lot more skilled than Logan was back then mm. although Logan's also improved Jake Paul would have timed that and he would have took him out yeah if I'm being br 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 brutally honest so, especially yeah. if he can time actual fighters um, who've got this, years of yeah this. it yeah, was right. ironically it was quite similar to the Nate Robinson sort of fight where you're just running after someone trying to take his head off right um, and now JJ is going to have to come with a lot more stereotypical boxing technique now. Does that change things a little bit in terms of the actual spectacle that we get? That's the kind of the worry, so. isn't it? In no, a good way. But you, you say in a good way because you're thinking about it from a boxing perspective. Yeah. A lot of people, it, what we're finding out is actually just want to see a brawl. They actually, they're actually there for a, you know, just a go after him and go headhunting. Yeah. But that's not boxing really like, it's but, not boxing in every sense is it yeah I get it sometimes the more you learn the less entertaining it right. becomes yeah, I, you become I, Jose Mourinho basically I, I, yeah and there is a there's a potential for that but I don't think so when it comes to Jake and JJ because the emotion that goes with the hatred it. there right, yeah. they, they are going to want to take each other's fucking head off and I think that that I think Jake in his last fight against Woodley looked a bit flat mm -hmm. didn't look 
like his fundamentals were as good as the Gibbo fight even mm-hmm. um, I think JJ's got the personality to bring out the best in both of them that's the other aspect of think of this kind of head-on collision between the two when you've got Woodley or even Tommy Fury you know to be fair to Tommy obviously he comes with a big name he doesn't really come with the personality to be able to match Jake there are very few people with the personality to that's be able to I'm match saying. Jake yeah. and JJ comes with the numbers comes with the backing he comes with a country of his own bro Jake Paul was the third best paid boxer in the world last yeah. year to only to Canelo Alvarez pound for pound number one and Tommy's brother and, and Tyson uh, Fury yes, heavyweight champion of the world yeah he made th- over 30 million last year and I we already know JJ's making shitloads of cash and has a huge profile yeah so I mean if he's if he's got that amount of money to lose on Luna then fuck me this, sorry yeah. about that yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and uh, JJ th- this is the thing they can make one of the biggest fights in, of the decade Sponsored by Prime Like what we've seen With Logan and KSI Was fantastic Don't get me wrong But this This would surpass everything Because that What Jake has went and done By knocking out Real MMA world champions Has legitimized himself To a degree I right. know there's still people Saying he hasn't fought a boxer Sure whatever That's not really the point And yeah. I think people are Sort of As missing name, the point Yeah right He's yeah. massive now and, and In not the fight that, game but, but the production Is also improving So I think you know yeah. from, from when you first commentated On the first JJ fight Which was JJ versus Joella mm. And then there was JJ versus Logan I've got to admit In production terms There wasn't the jump up We thought there was going to be there is a legitimacy now to all of this production. So it begins to become a bit more, oh, I could put money into that. It's not just sort of someone throwing 50 to 100 grand in and going, let's see. This is people going, oh, we'll pay you a proper purse. We'll make sure you got... Yeah. Like, I, and, it's becoming uh, real. And JJ versus Jake is going to be massive. So that how, would be on a on a platform like... I, they'd have to put design. it on Sky or Design. How does that map out though? Because, uh, you know, we sort of skipped over the fact that obviously Jake is next fighting, looks like Tommy Fury, mm. right? That's a potential to be come back down to earth it's, moment. It's a banana Jake. skin. Yeah. Yeah, because every single person Jake's fought, he's knocked out. And Tommy's skill level is by a mile higher than anything Jade, uh, Jake's been in there with in his actual competitive fights. Okay. I know he's sparred high-level guys, higher level than Tommy even, but this is a massive jump up there's also a big difference between sparring and fighting as most people yeah it is a real potential uh, to set him back into a YouTuber fight right because this is his first boxer and if he doesn't win where do you go from there because Tommy is kind of the lowest level opponent he can fight while being at a similar age similar weight and actually having some clout yeah, a, a reasonable amount of relevance, something that is a legitimate name and a test. And obviously, because the the, the Fury name is there, yeah, that the Fury, yeah, the the Fury thing is going to help. The Fury name massively, yeah. And we've seen last time, like John Fury did most of the selling. I love that. I mean, uh, you know, I hope he brings up more eighties TV shows. I hope he calls JJ a cat weasel. Yeah. I hope I hope John's very much involved. Do you know yeah, what I mean? He has to be. John, ha- like, because Tommy isn't a good talker, right? You know what I mean. He's he's not a good talker. You know, obviously he's married to uh, a really successful entrepreneur, so I imagine he doesn't need to do a lot of his talking. She does a lot of the talking. Uh, for him those two go to Dubai together I'm sure they take each other's pictures you know that that's a great lifestyle is that the lifestyle of a boxer Brian someone who flies to Dubai and goes yeah I'll be your Instagram boyfriend for the weekend is that a man who's taking boxing seriously I think he is do you but I think he's just in a weird place like sure he's stuck between these two worlds well no he's fallen on his feet 
He's got a, a girlfriend who's, you know, this she's beautiful entrepreneur. Yeah, entrepreneur who... 25 She's created extra hours in the day. Women are obsessed with her. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they're constantly following every move. And that by... Why? By, by proxy, he then becomes, like, the talking boyfriend. Right. And, and the, the one that, because she endorses him, therefore you should like him. Well, if she's dating him, he must be a good yeah, guy. Yeah, like, he, he, he's kind of like an accessory, to her life Sure You know like I thought you meant to like murder or something No like um, he, He's now part of the whole Kardashian style show That she's creating Right And and the Love Island That sort of That machine is created Where people just come out And they get onto the conveyor belt He's on that conveyor belt I think he's a little bit He doesn't know I don't know, know if he wants to be though That's what I'm saying He's a bit reluctant Have you seen the clip of Tyson Fury Putting him to bed After the, the last fight The bit where It's post fight And he basically goes uh, Yeah yeah let's, let's get in the bar Or the club or whatever And he's like No no You should go home You should go home with yeah. your woman He was right wasn't he yeah, kind of. why? Because he didn't impress that night. And you, like, I'm a bit, I, I get this. Like, I get this elite uh, athlete mentality sometimes of you need to have a self-imposed period of things aren't happy. I'm not happy right now. Or I'm not, or like. There, there was a moment where Tommy comes back into the dressing room and Tyson is the first person who greets him after yeah. the fight because Tommy was on the undercard. And, and Tyson goes, well, you nearly got him out of there. Yeah. You know, and let's make no mistake about it. Like, the, the guy Tommy was fighting wasn't a good fighter. No. Um, he was, his fundamentals weren't there, and he could barely throw a, a good jab. Okay. This guy had a 10 and one record, and the, the way they were selling him was, look, we know we've had a load of bums in the past, but this guy's got 10 and one record. But when you look at his 10 and one record... It's not legitimate in the way that you would want it to be. Everyone he's right. fought is from Poland. And okay. I've just got a hunch that all of those people, just trust me on this, aren't that good. Right. Right. And, um, Judging by the fact that he is visibly bad and yet he's beaten these 10 guys. Right. Just a hunch. Not that good. Maybe he didn't turn up on the big stage. Maybe, maybe that's it. So Tommy showed more natural like boxing technique. Has he really? It, he has little movements that yeah. he does where you're like, okay, Jake wouldn't necessarily do that. And these are things that when you've been in a boxing gym mm. from the age of five to 10 years old, Pick he's up. picked up a lot right. of stuff that Jake hasn't had that time to do so. But the question is, is, is he, is, does he hit as hard as Jake? Can he take a punch the way Jake can? And, and it seemed like he coped that well with, with some of those blows he took last time. So well, he's been caught a lot by yeah. this big right hand that people are throwing at him and if Jake's big right hand lands, it's probably game over because he has legit power. Yeah. He's got enough power to put you to sleep. Right. Proper boxers to sleep. It's just whether or not he can land on a proper boxer. Right. And that's going to be what determines the fight because Tommy is obviously going to be getting told by his dad, by his brother. Here's how you avoid the big right hand. They know how to do that. Mm. But in the heat of the moment, people revert to type a lot of the time and it's whether or not he can stay on his game and whether or not Jake can 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 uh, can line it up can can set it up properly because sure. against Tyron Woodley it wasn't a good performance from Jake when I look at when I look at the way he was fighting Gibbo and Gibbo all over you mm -hmm. doesn't let you breathe and he was on the back foot popping that jab out timing him coming in that was Jake's most impressive performance. So what about if, what about the idea that Jake wasn't all that thrilled to be fighting Tyrone Woodley again and therefore he was just like, let's just get this out of the way. Let's I, 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 I don't think so because the only thing is, is after both 
fight with Woodley, Jake has complained about not feeling 100%, saying his legs felt like jelly. And I don't know what's going on there because Mm. the fundamentals weren't as good as what I thought they would be at this point. Um, And and look, sometimes like the the crowd must get to you. Um, But I'm interested to see... Tommy is such a good test for Jake. You know what I mean? He's young. He's not, yeah, they he's both good, really need it. They right. both, and I actually think that there's more riding on this for Tommy personally than Jake. Obviously, financially, it's a setback for Jake. But for Jake, you fought a real boxer that everyone's been banging on. Step I, down to step up. I don't think Jake is going to be finished by Tommy. I don't see that kind of devastating power. But he could be schooled. Potentially. He may beat him. I, th- I think no matter what happens with uh, Tommy and Jake... Jake goes on that path towards fighting JJ. It's the other side with JJ where you go, okay, how does he map that out to prove publicly that he's the same level as Jake or at least is up there? Because allegedly it's Alex Wasabi next, right? Or it could be Dylan Dennis. If he beats someone like Dylan Dennis, does that then mean he can then go, all right, I'll step up to Jake? Or like, does he need a few fights under his belt to sort of legitimize this story? I I weirdly think Alex Wasabi is a harder fight than Dylan Dennis. After, after watching them... Clip it up, folks. No, go on. Well, Dylan Dennis, I think, is a very bad boxer. Okay. And he... Is he a good fighter? <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a good jiu-jitsu guy, but then he also just got tapped out by some chocolatier outside of a bar. We've all been there. The bouncer. We've all had a few too many Lindor. He was a part-time but, bouncer. He wasn't even a full-time bouncer. He was part-time bouncer, part-time chocolatier, put the two together. Struggled them. Right. On the floor. Just yeah. brute forced them. Just say, to, to, say Toblerone. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but Dylan has name value, the fact that he's trained with Conor McGregor and all the rest of it. But, but he's just a little troll who, this guy hasn't fought in a long time. And when he did, he, he didn't look good. Is he more uh, of a social media star now than anything else? he's headed that way. Right. But, but, but without being any anything on social media even I, I i kind of just think you're he's just fucking his entire career that he could have had right a, he could have really piggybacked off the conor mcgregor thing and instead he's just become a bit of a joke whereas alex wasabi is actually really quite a fit kid can can run around the ring can get you to chase after him he he He's got to try and pick JJ apart a little bit. Like, land the jab, keep moving. Jab, move, jab, Sorry, move. Sorry, I, I just don't see how JJ doesn't wipe the floor with this. And, and that's part, I guess that's part of the problem for JJ, isn't it? Like, It's a lose-lose. Yes. It's not a great fight for him to come back to in that sense because he's a, he's a tricky little fucker, Alex Wasabi, in terms of he's fit and he is going to be on his bike. So you're going to have to chase him down. What I want to see from JJ in that is not, the lunging in and the wild swinging that we've seen in Logan Paul 1 and 2. Like, I didn't think that there was a lot of traditional boxing skill shown in that. I was think a brawl. He was a brawler mm. and he showed that he was game as fuck and mm. he had a good heart on him and that he could bang. That's all good. And at that level of YouTube that we were at then, that was enough. It, it also brought people into it because people didn't want to go and they didn't want to go, oh, you know, this is a great level of boxing we're seeing here. They just wanted to see fighting. Like, they but wanted to see fights. Things are fights. changing. Yeah. And I think with Logan fighting Mayweather and showing that he had a lot more boxing technique by that point than when he fought JJ, the level is going up and JJ needs to prove that he has been training, he has been That's evolving. Because if you come with that game plan against, you know, the same game plan that you had against Logan and we see the same thing of lunging in against Alex Wasabi, absolutely. That might be Alex Wasabi because JJ hits hard, right? Jake? But Jake has fought 
people who do that and more, mm-hmm. and he's proven by knocking them out cold, that he can time you coming in, like he did Nate Robinson, and and destroy you. So, JJ, and I've seen him fight better than that. That was the thing is, I've seen him him spar um, Faye Sensei, and- Who's no no slouch. Yeah, he's very good. And JJ dropped him and and showed a lot more boxing technique in that. So he can do it. But I think it was, look, that was the game plan for Logan, and Logan clearly didn't like that, and it worked. But we need more now. And, I, and, and, and against a Wasabi, who is going to be on his bike, it's going to be interesting because we're, ne- we're needing to see a huge jump in skill here. And that's, that's where the pressure's on for JJ is. It's a guy who he's expected to beat. He's piled the pressure on himself by saying, I will destroy this guy. Mm. This is a guy who just beaten his brother handedly. So there's a little bit of family pride there. I'm excited because this is also a massive payday opportunity for JJ in the long run. Absolutely. If, like Jake Paul versus KSI is one of the biggest fights of this decade, financially. I know and interest-wise, interest-wise. That's, I mean, what I'm that's why it's big financially. Eyeballs yeah, make right. money, yeah. and this is going to be a fucking huge fight. Um, Eyeballs should make more money. They're underpaid. I'm, I'm excited for the fight in that sense, and I think at the end of August, when KSI and Jake Paul have both fought, we'll have a better idea, because let's say... JJ comes out looking far more skilled, which I do expect. Which you'd also hope he is, because I, I also think, and let's be honest here, JJ probably wouldn't have set up this path for himself. He had a very comfortable life elsewhere. You know, he's obviously doing the music. He's got the Sidemen thing going, which is going really Thank well for them. for the music. The, the boxes, we're bringing... I think the main aspect is he could have just gone, you know what, I'm in a whole other life now. I thought he would. Yeah, and if he didn't want this and he didn't think he was capable, he wouldn't be doing this. And that's where the curiosity comes um, I like the ego of it as well because he's piling the pressure on himself. Well, it, and I, and look I at that body, that. man. Like, the guy is in great shape. Yeah. You know, uh, he's he's arguably in better shape than Jake. Uh, to look at. To look at. 100%. Maybe they're disco muscles, but, you, you know. No, 100% he is. And I know he trains hard because obviously Leon's training him and we know that Fuck that guy me. doesn't mess right. around. Really, he's still got... Leon just beasts people. Yeah. Let's say Jake doesn't beat Tommy mm-hmm. it immediately gives KSI so much more to pile the pressure on and go you see I could take you. I get that because to me the natural stepping stone for JJ from Wasabi is McBroom because Mc- McBroom's a natural bad guy you know like people in the UK would love to hate him I mean he, he embodies everything that the UK dislikes about American YouTube <laughs> right like he does the family channel he did the the, the lot of people uh, rightly or wrongly believe that there's some form of exploitation of his kids or his family status there obviously there's some sort of backstory which is still very mysterious that no one really seems to know with him where it's like okay what is his real business relationship with his wife and business relationship with other people but also what's he like as a person because he's very um, contrived on camera like he isn't, doesn't seem to be himself on camera he seems to be Scripted. the character of Austin McBroom he's, yeah. he's got this cool demeanour but you can tell He's not a rad dude. Uh, like, he's not. Gibbs more of, like, that dog style of fighter. He's not the pretty boy sort of walking around. Obviously, a good-looking guy, but he's not the pretty boy sort of walking around with the swagger. No, he, f- he fights hard. Exactly. Gibbs fights hard. And I'd expect yeah. him... I'd expect him to beat McBroom, like, qu- relatively comfortably. So, so this is the thing is that... 
that's kind of the only unfortunate she, thing. Yeah, if right. You're, if you're wanting a natural progression for JJ, right. it's to fight the winner of Austin versus Gibbs. But Gibbs is bro. And you, yeah, you can't do that. a lot. Right. They're friends. So that ain't going to happen. But that, that would have been a really good progression. But McBroom has some natural talent. And, and that's, that's one thing that I've seen. I'm not saying it's enough to beat Gibb. The thing with the, the, the Gibb fight, and you know, I, I might do a breakdown where it's more specific, but here's the thing. <laughs> The only way you beat Gib is if you hit hard. Right. If you hit hard, you can keep him off you. Yeah. But if he does not respect your power, he comes you're inside fucked. and he'll kill you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's so, going to be all over you. So that's the only. He's only lost against Jake Paul. The, arguably with Jake Paul, and I was I was actually took a car journey the other day with the guy who shot the behind the scenes of all the Gib stuff before the Jake Paul mm-hmm. fight, and he said a lot of what Gib ended up doing in the ring wasn't the game plan, like. He will. He was disappointed that he didn't execute the game plan. So yeah, again, that's, that I, I, sort I of remember, changes things again. I remember Vidal and Leon obviously saying as much that they had to, they they deviated to suit what Gib wanted to do, right. Rather than what they thought was the best option, right? And but uh, he's but, sort of changed a bit since then, hasn't he? Like well, if anything, he's gone more down that route. Now. Exactly. Yeah. So before, obviously, it was it was just mayhem, and he's sort of walking to the ring screaming "my time" over and over again. Which, which I re- I love that. Which I, I that love. Was great. But the point is, is what well, he, he was a madman, and I think you just have to edge, you know, turn that down a little, control that energy, and, and just pinpoint it, you know. And against Taylor and everyone, I think aside from me, I don't know many was were picking Taylor because Taylor had shown that he was quite slick, but. Because we we'd been in the gym filming in uh, West Ham and other places, yeah, we'd seen Gib and Gib is uh, hard as nails. I I I heard one of the other YouTube boxers say something about. Who's the kid? He's in Beta Squad. He actually looked quite good in the on the last. Oh yeah, what was that kid's name? King Kenny, Kenny, that's it. Kenny yeah. yeah, Kenny, Kenny looked quite good. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny sort of got a bit of a thing in this because Beta Squad are obviously they're they're the rivals to um, you know, Sidemen to, to side yeah, at this yeah. point in the UK. So he might have a bit of a stake in this or he might, he might, he might have, be like a late, uh, you know, one of those runners that comes I, from the I, I do think that there's potential there, but like the last kid who he fought, the Fears guy, yeah. uh, just looked really good. Like he, but the, he'd had a lot of karate and all sorts apparently. Well, what are you going to do against karate? He, <sighs> he did, like that was the problem was those two were almost too legit and they met each other. The, yeah. They need, both needed a prep fight so that people go, fucking hell, he's good. Yeah, so Kenny was talking about fighting Gibb, but, but and, and I remember Kenny saying something like about Gibb. He, he said, oh, I think I could take him because I'm not sure on his chin. And honestly, this isn't, you know, I don't care. These these two guys fight, it would be a great fight, I'm sure, because they're both good. But Gibbs' chin is rock. Right. Like, if you look at it, he's the only person who fought Jake Paul who didn't go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Outside of Deji, but obviously that was the first fight and they had head guards on and all of that. Like, if, the, if the fight hadn't have been stopped, though. It, no, it, but the point was, is he took some great shots. <laughs> yeah, and, and kept going. And he kept going. And I've seen Gib in sparring, spar Vidal and other people, and obviously Vidal, you know, he looks after people, but the point is, is I've been very impressed with the heart and the chin yeah, of Gibble. Yeah, because every now and again, Vidal does that thing where he'll slip you a little something. Just to Just to remind you, like, yeah, hey, you're in the your room. fucking hands Exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's what you need as, a, as, a, as an amateur, a, a novice, you know what I mean? But the, but the point I'm making is, if, if unless you hit hard, you aren't beating Gib at this level. And that's why I knew Taylor was losing because he didn't have enough beef behind his shots to I'm stop him. Finish, yeah. Gib, Gib, 
Gib, that's the thing is like even for KSI Gib would be a hell of a test in my opinion and that's probably why they sport together so much because it's it's good for them but I'm thinking they won't for me I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking Gib beats McBroom and that's the problem is where does KSI go next really it might be a, a quicker jump to Jake than than we think yeah just because th- there might not be a route mapped there for JJ and that's what I was saying when we started this like I don't know maybe there's someone that comes out of nowhere and mm. you know they they fight on the lower on the undercard and suddenly there's like i've beaten him i want to take a step up yeah maybe a Kenny I, or someone like that i think it has to be an american i think it's got to be uh, you want to keep that atlantic thing going yeah. you know we, once you go internal in the uk i don't think the interest and is Logan's almost there talking enough about coming back but logan seems to want to go show it, it's hard when you fought mayweather he i think he's got his eyes on huge things he's he's like wrestlemania yeah, yeah, he's right. mayweather Ironically, of all of the performances so far, I think Logan against Mayweather was the best YouTuber boxing performance. Oh, yet. 100%. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't, no disrespect to Jake because he's had the more highlight reel moments. But the the level of boxing ability he showed there, it was really something. Also, with May- Mayweather's actual feedback in the corner, like the feedback that is... It's hard corner to hit him with him. job. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But also, May- so not only were his corner going, you need to do this, he was going, I can't do this. Yeah. Like, that's that's impressive. And and, and that's the, the thing, but I, I, I don't know if... I think Logan just wants to put on the biggest shows possible, whether that be wrestling, boxing, anything, you know? He understands the game in a different way, I think. No, like but he, if I was Logan, this is the honest truth, I'd be going for a UFC fight because his his natural athletic ability and his background in wrestling, I've seen him... Do you mean, uh, sorry, when you say that, do you mean actual UFC? Absolutely. Do you mean like going into in the, the UFC? UFC. He's, he's already had the uh, heads up off Dana that he would consider it. I've seen him roll with uh, Paulo Costa, the middleweight. My favorite who, coffee place. And he looked, a gr- he looked very good in that. Given, and I would literally have a gym set up. I'd have jiu-jitsu trainers, kickboxing trainers. I'd have all of that because he can afford all of this shit now. He's buying Pokemon cards for Christ's sake for millions of pounds. Who isn't? And I'd be going, you know what? I want to be the guy who wrestled at WrestleMania, who fought Floyd Mayweather and fought in the UFC. Right. And like, find a, find a guy, you know what I mean? To, to, to do that with. Of his level and yeah. Yeah, he mentioned Paddy. Like, I, I don't think they'd, they'd risk Paddy in that way because Paddy's a, a bit of a money He's uh, a golden bag. boy, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's a scouser. He's obviously, he's got a bit of, he's got a bit of charisma about, a bit more than a bit of charisma, mm. but you know, he's loved by... England in general. Yeah, he's our guy now. And the only thing is, though, Paddy does. Paddy got up to over two hundred pounds recently. He fights at one fifty-five. Fifty impressive. pounds. It's impressive. Fifty. Yeah, but if if that becomes his thing. But that's the thing is after after meeting them both, the 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 size discrepancy isn't is, what you isn't yeah exactly. it's there, but it isn't it isn't gigantic. It's not what you think. Yeah, yeah. it's not. What I you remember think meeting it Paddy is. thinking you're a lightweight. You're quite a big guy. It's for a interesting, but you know when Logan gets up to. Like, you know, Logan walk around yeah. compared to when he's in prep for a fight. I've hugged him both times. Like, I remember him when he was doing the little Frenchman thing with the hat and I the thing. I did enjoy that. He was vast. Like, the guy was like, you were struggling to get your arms sort Logan, of around Logan's, he's got that optimal uh, build. Like... It's it's built to put muscle on. So, so, so he he could make middleweight, and he yet yeah, he's bigger than Michael Bisping, right? You know, yeah, who, who is, was yeah. a middleweight champion. So he has that very enviable uh, long legs, small waist, long arms, bit, with a big uh, behind, but, but but a strong core, right? 
Um, and who doesn't want that? that? No, but like... You basically just described your perfect woman. You no, know, but you're, you're, you're basically <laughs> ideal to make the most out of yourself at that weight class. So, but anyway, I'd, I'd go for that. Uh, it just depends, really. Like it, first of all, I think what it requires is some seriously good commentators because you're going to need people who can unpack this now at this level. We can't just be going for, and I think that's what we learned last time, you can't have people coming in the rings and doing little, like stupid little uh, poems and stuff like oh, that. Oh, and like, oh, oh, no. That was just painful. No. We, this is a different level now. This is Jake Paul. This is KSI. These guys are millionaires. These guys are the kind of people who have teams around them now. This isn't an amateur operation anymore. It needs to be taken more exactly. seriously. This needs now it's going on the zone or beat it or wherever you want to put it. It's got to look legit, and I think this legitimizes everything. You know, you know, this is a big, the biggest step is yeah. coming in the next year for YouTube boxing. I think. Yeah, I really boxing. dislike the way. Like, let's take for example the when when Jake fought Gibb, mm-hmm. the way the commentators were uh, looking down their nose. At right. It, it's like what. These guys are getting in the ring. They've got every right to get in the ring. Give them that respect. Like, people die in the ring. We've just uh, lost someone in, I think it was South Africa in the last wow. week. Everyone will have seen the viral clip of um, the guy who took a shot and then was punching thin air after. Did he pass away? He died. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But, I mean, that's also tragic. Uh, so, guess. it was okay. internal bleeding on the brain. And, obviously, um, it, you know, that, that setup did not... It didn't look... The type of place where, because when when you take a shot to the head like that, and this is this has been put in place in the UK because of this happening, you need ambulances on fucking queue. Like everything needs to be ready to go because time is of the essence. Yeah, because yeah, I mean it's the brain. Uh, and I, I know that's common sense, but like what I'm what I mean is is like more so than any other injury you've got a finite amount of time and, and that, that guy obviously they didn't make it in time and that's the thing is like it's very sad it, but that's why I get frustrated when people look down their nose at it and I, and I get like some fights are silly you know like and I, and I but, but when you've got two people who've trained hard taken it seriously you've you know Jake versus Gabe was that yeah, and, you, you got to take you got to give it some respect and not only that I think you need people who are going to going to bring the balance you can't it sort of ruins the product a bit when you have people who are commentating who who are looking down their nose at it because as someone who's tuning in and is paying money you want to enjoy it you don't want to be you don't have to take part in this whole sort of oh look at these guys like that's a bit old hat now it's kind of done to look down like if you you listen to the commentary of ksi versus logan 2 adam from sky it's live he doesn't do that line but that's that's my title but yeah he he, have some respect for a real i actually rate him as a boxing commentator he's actually a legend of the game but he was completely out a, of his death. A granddad. Yeah. And that just doesn't work. It would also be lovely to have someone like him ringside to be able to do something, but just not be the main Sweet person. Pop. Yeah. No, but not be not be the main person, you know? I, yeah. th- I think it requires a bit of a change. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it should be me. I don't think it should be me, but I think definitely someone like you should be involved. I also think like there's some really good other people who are in the space on YouTube who understand the space. Comedy what about really- Liam from uh, One Direction? Shivers. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Liam from One Direction Someone actually messaged me Quite a few people messaged me We've had a lot me. of people Want us to talk about this kid Right First of all I'm offended uh, I'm a white guy And sure I have I, uh, Like a boy bandish Kind of look Or like At least I used to be In a you boy You look band. like uh, Man bandy now Like you know when um, Take That came back Yeah Sure Like when they were dads Yeah you're right Yeah sure um, Sorry Again upsetting but, but okay A few people messaged me And went You have Liam from One Direction vibes Now 
I don't think that's true and I'm a little bit upset by it. I think in terms of self-awareness, you're really about the same, yeah. Right. There's a quote I want to bring out from this guy. Really? Well, one of them got him up against the wall and he said, either take those hands off me or you'll... Or you won't be using them again or something uh, like that. Or, yeah. or you might never use them again. Yeah. It's also the, it the, de- that, the, it, the deadpan way yeah. he delivers that. Is, and you see Logan go, <laughs> yeah, well, oh, you're serious. Yeah. Yeah. Liam takes himself incredibly seriously and and obviously i think that comes from being in a boy band since a very young age where a lot of people will be around him who are going yeah well yeah yes sir no sir three bags full sir like no one the, there's is no have way he's him. ended up the way he is without having a serious level of ass kissing right yeah to make him believe he is great at what he does right and let's face it like you know i think a lot of people are very talented musicians but i i I don't know if he's he, but any he's not more talented. Yeah, he's not one of them. Like if we're if we're there's a reason why you're going in one direction. Yeah, you 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 have some talent. You can kind of sing. Yeah, and Simon Calgo's not quite strong enough to go on his own though. Right, so he's no so, Will Young. So what we'll do is we'll get a load of other pretty boys, put mm-hmm. them together, who can all kind of sing like seven, eight out of ten singers, mm-hmm. but together, girls will love them. Right, and that's because why the looks after this podcast. All the girls are on Twitter moaning, moaning. about Logan yeah, ask, oh, right. asking them questions or whatever. I think Logan was getting a bit of stick for it, but uh, you Logan know. got sick for asking. Zane, I don't know. Zane it's all the same questions. shit to me, isn't it? But the point is, people don't seem to understand. But by the way, podcasts, uh, podcasts. People think podcasts work this way. I watch your podcast. Your podcast should be what I want it to be. No, it's the other way. Our podcast is what we want it to be. It's your choice whether you watch it or not. It's not our thing to please you. It's your thing to be pleased by us. Or don't. Or just fuck off. See yourself out. Exactly, yeah. You don't, you know, if you walked into, if you walked into Curry's and went, yes, I'd like some trainers, please. They go, we don't do trainers here. You don't go, well, that's not customer service, is it? They're trying to blame Logan for their little pretty boy coming off like a dickhead. That's his fault. The words came out of his mouth. Are you talking about Logan or Liam now? Liam. Right, good. Logan's pretty too. Right, Logan's very pretty. Okay, so the point is, the guy, the guy was coming out with utter nonsense. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of want to find it. Um, I've actually spoken to this guy once before, as it happens on a Poker Stars tournament. Uh, we ended up in a chat room together. Oh, really? What kind of things did you chat about? Well, it was just weird because um, <laughs> it was a celebrity tournament. So I was there. Why were you like, in it? I wonder who's going to be in my group. And it was just literally me and Liam and I Sounds was like, like a laugh. He, he just pops up and I'm like is that the guy from One Direction like, did you did you instantly recognise him oh yeah right I, okay yeah, because you know it, you know he fucked Cheryl Cole didn't he had a, had a did baby he? with her uh, what weird, weirdly Cheryl Cole met him when he was very very young oh and, and she fucked it but she was like and, and she was like a cougar and he gave her a wink and it turns out that stuck with her and she ended up shagging him and having a kid with him she later lit on. up his word like nobody else but the point is um, The way that she did her hair Got him overwhelmed I should have literally just said I know you love Geordies Alright Alright son want a, want a piece of this huh? Right um, you, you would have uh, You would have done some sort of uh, Masturbation Mutual masturbation thing On this call I mean If he transferred the cash Close enough JFP. Yeah Brings all you mean um, to poker I suppose So yeah The guy The guy clearly has lived a sheltered life Where And this is the thing He's part of a boy band who were selected because they aren't talented enough to be on their own. They're all built around Zen. And, and they've been completely and utterly manufactured to um, make their lives easier. So a lot of the songwriting, a lot of the you know tunes and all of that, they're not a band. 
They're not a band. They're not the Beatles. They're, no, they're a they're a group. Right. And they're a group that has this. They're the, a collective. You know. And when he goes on on the podcast, like I've written some of the biggest selling songs ever. It's like you're not Paul McCartney. But though, this, are you? yeah, that's the point. Numbers. Yeah. At this manufactured level, I mean nothing. Mean nothing. Yeah. Right. The most viewed YouTube videos don't make them the best. Yeah, we, the most played songs are Ed Sheeran. Right. Enough said. He's real. Like, Ed Sheeran's people, music's very people, good. I don't understand what your issue is. People for the Nazis. It didn't make them good. No, but they am fucking... I, am I comparing One Direction to the Nazis? I think I just did. I think in a way, but I also think what you need to go down the route A is, lot of people wanted Hitler. Doesn't make him good. You Bradley from Eskom said, yeah. Beautiful. That's what makes you yeah. beautiful. That, that's the point, though. Do the harmony. That's, that's the point, though, is like, that may be one of the worst songs ever. No, because... But you, it's so catchy. Yeah, that little girl sings women, it. Have you ever seen that little girl who sings it? The one who's yeah. like, the, you're insecure. And she we, weirdly, you've got a similar haircut to her yeah. right now. Um, when you're a producer now, you want your music to be heard by the masses. You want people to love the tunes and you work with who can afford that. If a record company has someone there that they know they throw money behind and they make money out of, they're going to get you the best producers. How on earth did Liam Payne end up in a room with Pharrell Williams? It ain't an accident. Pharrell wasn't like, you know how I'd love to work with? Liam, Liam Payne. Payne. No, that's not what happened. No, he wanted Harry Styles and, and, and they went, we've got the little version. No, but the point is, is even he said, I shit the bed because I wasn't fucking good enough. And I knew, and that I knew, should have been his first single. I knew I wasn't good enough. So when Liam Quick basically is like, yeah, sure, I'll fight KSI, you're like, you're not in the real world, son. You, you've had people tell you you're a great musician mm. and now you think you're some sort of tough guy. Do you think he's tough or do you think oh, he just... Oh, he rates himself. Yeah? Yeah. He because I feel like Harry... Does. Like, you know, Harry Styles, he's my favourite one. Like, he sort of... He comes across as, like, quite um, sort of... Girly. You know, just sort of... Oh, we're just having a bit of fun with it, aren't we? Like, oh, we've, our boyfriends have broken up with us and God, aren't men just... There's just a riddle to be solved, you know? That's a song. Men are just a riddle to be solved. (laughs) This is how you write songs. This is literally how you do it. So this is the thing, though. Just just to be clear, One Direction broke up because, and I quote, they didn't want to exhaust their fan fan base. (laughs) We broke up because we thought it was a little too much for you, all right? You could have gotten tired by this. But he literally said, like, he wanted to beat the fuck out of some of them and that sort of thing. And I think... I I think think he could. Yeah. I think I think Liam Liam Payne compared to and I'll read their names Zane okay Zane Zane has very low body fat I think he could probably be you remember a- Zane hiding away from Jake Paul as Jake Paul banged on his hotel room and asked them to get out yeah that was weird though I would be a little bit intimidated by you know Jake's again he's got a bit of the dog in him no but similar it's, guys. It's, it's 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 the fact that Zane could be heard on the other side of the dog and just fuck off just and leave me off. alone I mean uh, to be fair you know if you're Zane as well I don't think Zane wants any of this stuff I don't think Zane's the kind of guy who wants Zane, that Zane is obviously chugging that model and just living the life isn't he it was entertaining I, it, it it was, but it was also sad to see someone who was, you know, so out of touch with reality. And But it also gave a great window because most celebrities are around about that level of delusion. It's just, really? He was feeling himself and it came out and it came out in a big way. The fact that he said he could fight KSI, like KSI rip his fucking head off within about... 30 to 60 seconds it would be it would be over and it would be in brutal fashion but I suppose Liam's main response to that would be and I quote live life for the moment because everything else is uncertain <laughs> if you want to do something go for it you've got nothing to lose these are quotes that are attributed to this man alright I don't understand what like 
He actually also said the words, I'm a bit old fashioned. That's a quote that's attributed to this guy. The, the shit that comes out of these people's mouths and we have to pretend like these people are smart. The, the, yeah. I can't really cook, but the first dish I ever made was for my girlfriend. That's a quote on a quote page. I've got nothing against him per se. Like, I don't really give a fuck either way, obviously. But he's a knob. Did he deserve to have that level of backlash? You know, like because he was a bit of a knob on a podcast once and we sort of saw a bit behind the curtain. Did he really deserve that? I don't think there's been backlash though, has there? I think there's been a lot of people, like, you know, our types, podcast guys who are a bit smarter than, you know, we sort of went, oh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, he's been exposed, doesn't he? You know, He's been exposed for being a delusional twat. It doesn't mean that he is the worst person in the world. No, I think... and, And I'm not saying that. That'll go on my headstone, I think. But like, yeah, I get your point. He, he's 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 a little bit of a knob you know what i mean but like life has a way when you're up your own arse of exposing that and making sure you get slapped a little bit and woken up from it you know what i mean and maybe sure. you'd hope he'd have the humility to realize oh fuck i do sound ridiculous here. when asked what food he would be he said i'd be a birthday cake Anyone who thinks they're a birthday cake definitely has delusions of grandeur. So he admitted that a couple of them crossed swords and uh, were fucking the same bitch? In the same room? Don't know, but he admitted... That's dangerous territory He admitted that one of them fucked the same girl. And if you're that girl, kind of well done, but also kind of calm down. You know Mm. what I mean? Ironically, she was taking dick from multiple directions. Literally. Yeah. Imagine they spit-roasted her, though. I don't need to imagine that, Brian. That was... uh, Lizzo has reacted to Liam Payne's interview and said he was not the front man of One Direction. Well, thank God Lizzo said that. Glad Lizzo's got involved. So he basically went, yeah, Simon loved me and just said, I'll grab a few other guys. That's not true, though, is it? Because, I mean, it just isn't true. I think Simon will have sold it to him like that, but you were dead on when he first said it. Probably said the same thing to all of them, didn't he? Exactly. They were sucking his dick. Would you suck Simon Cowell off if it meant you got millions of pounds? I think a lot of them would. And do you know what? If that was my son, I'd just say, look, mate, you know. Get in there. We're not going to get a mansion without getting a little cum on our lips. You'd you'd Michael Jackson it. What, take pictures of my arse? No, no, you'd Michael Jackson it in the sense that a lot of those parents went, oh, yeah, off you go. I guess this is really healthy for young women out there who are um, kind of, in their head, they create an illusion of what these these boyfriend characters are. Right. And then they meet regular dudes and they're like, well, this is a fucking letdown, isn't it? Right. And you need to know, most men are empty vessels. 100%. Like, Mm. they're, they're men on a mission. And usually that mission is very selfish. Right. And and what you've just found out is, is that little boyfriend figure in your mind that you created, also a dick. Sure. So none of you lot are safe from dickheads. None of They're you. They're all dickheads. That's a Even the threat. ones with nice voices and pretty faces, also know. dickheads. I'm a married man. Sorry. This isn't about you. Right. It's not all about you. I just thought you'd being passive aggressive again. No. Sort of a thing. Um, so I think that this is weirdly a good thing to see someone outed in that way. Right, to lower I, women's expectations of I, what men should be able to achieve. If there's one thing I'm about, it's lowering the expectations of women. Right. And you, I think you've made that your life's mission. Absolutely. <laughs> right. It's, it's very much sort of a, a long journey. Um, do you think this mixed is... Mixed with a bit of self-discovery. Okay. Do you think you have... Uh, like, do you think all men have hidden depths? Like, it, what I'm saying is, no. you know, in modern society, I think in many ways, like, men will get with a woman and they will be... Um, they won't have that level to them yet. Like, they won't have discovered it. And a good partner will bring that out of you. But there are a lot of people who are not compatible, but they just go, we'll just stay together. And what the man does is he just closes off 
and just sort of autopilot. And yeah, and but that's autopilot for the rest of his life. But if you do autopilot for too long, you get stuck in autopilot and you ain't coming back from autopilot. Do you know what I mean by that? Mm. So you basically just go, yep, just bring this baby into land. I think there's Should a we lot have of, another barbecue this weekend, love? Like I think I'll go out and do the lawn. Like lots of little things like that where you just basically come up with hours and hours to spend away from your wife. You know, mm. and then the women get into that thing where they basically go, <laughs> everything's funny to them for some weird reason. Isn't that, isn't that cute? They get really into the kids and ultimately you're living a pretty depressing life when you can actually could have been pretty happy with each other. A lot of people, when they hit their 30s, they start thinking, you know what? I just want a bit of comfort. I, I want wait in my 30s. I want uh, a bit of comfort. I want to feel like I'm with a secure relationship and maybe a mortgage and life is settled right. you know what i mean and i think because of that that often means people end up going into a comfort zone and that's the there's a difference isn't there there's a like, difference between being comfortable and, and switching having off. A, right and uh, having uh, a comfortable life uh, uh, and, and but some people just literally just switch off At because seven. life is hard you know what I mean? Right. And I think a lot of people just think, you know what? Can I be arsed with this shit? I agree. I sometimes have felt that so way. That's, that's why I feel people like that's like low-level depression. In, uh, they, they stay in relationships that maybe aren't good for them because they're like, you know what? The hassle of getting out of this, starting over on my own and all of that sort of stuff. Ah, fuck it. I'll just play it easy. There's a theory that I remember hearing about where it's like, for women, they're always looking for that that guy they've got a thing in their head that they're looking for and they're trying to get as close as they can what do you it. think that is whereas men right just men apparently are a lot more like they wake up one day and decide they're ready for commitment and then it's the next girl that they meet but really uh, that that's a th it's obviously it's it's not, it's not true, everyone well, but but there's there's a lot of people who believe that that's kind of how it works. Do you think that's a hormone thing? Do you, or do you think that's like a biological thing where you're basically like, when you hit a certain age, your body basically goes, well, we need to get this seed out there somewhere. Time to commit. I've definitely been around quite a few men who committed. I felt like committed because it felt like the right time to, not necessarily the right person. person. Absolutely. I and, mean, we and, all know someone like whereas that. Whereas with women... You're talking more generally here. You're not saying all women are like this. You're definitely not saying liberal no, women. I, I, you're not saying LGBT women are like this. We're not saying that Q we, people are not, like this. Can we not? Go, can we no, not? we need to do the caveats. I think women are similar in that sometimes that they are just prioritizing commitment of and any birth. sort. I think women care more about who it's with than men, generally. Really? Yeah. But in the long run, it will damage you if you get with the wrong person. Well, of in course. the long run, it damages your whole life. Yeah, and I've I've seen that happen before, where women have been in a relationship and it's time to get serious, and then they have that that moment of like fucking hell with this guy, right? Yeah, and but ultimately away. they're too far down the road already. Well, some of them sometimes they back out. You know what I mean? I think men are men are better at just solemnly going down with the ship. And I, I think you know what? I can understand that. I think women have a bit more. Um, um, women often on a daily basis ask themselves am I happy and that is a real problem for men because we're a lot better <laughs> Wait, at what? just going into cruise control and sort of living out bullshit I, uh, you know whereas what? I, don't I feel know like women have more uh, standards for their life and that, this isn't a criticism this is just how I say but it I, okay, I, okay, right okay it's, it's a compliment in many true. respects yeah you're not saying that's true in every way I think I women think are more switched on than men to life that's also what I think society is sort of building people towards now so they 
it's not necessarily that's inherent to men. It's that what the current setup we have kind of is moving well, no, people in that direction. Not, but it is genetically as well. I do. I just think women live more in their heads than men do. Men, men are better at switching off and going through the motions. And whereas, and and that's why men often feel hassle when what's when, hassle? Well, mean? men want an easy life, right? Do women not? Also, um, women care more about the details, maybe. Yeah, and, sure. and and what their friends are doing, and how how that reflects on how they then feel. Them paying more attention to what their friends' fellas are giving them, and 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 how where am I happy? Is this enough? Am I getting enough? Am I, and and that's where the questions start coming towards the man of why haven't you done this for me lately? Do you love me? Or is this right? You know, all of those kind of things. You find yourself uh, a resilient and, woman, and, and that's why men often are like, oh God. Okay, we'll do this because I want to keep up appearances. I want to keep keep making her feel okay. Because ultimately, I was trying to book a holiday to Iapa with the lads. Because but ultimately, fine, I don't Sorrento. Want, I don't want the hassle of being pulled up on things and being questioned about things. Is that not a stereotype though? That I think a lot of people. Everything just, I'm saying is a stereotype. Okay, I'm I, I, glad I, I, you know. Okay, yeah. It, I'm, it, what I'm saying is like this is this is a rule, but there are many exceptions to the rule. But, but, oh, I, but I do think, think that what I'm saying unfortunately goes through a lot. Okay, of people. So, but that doesn't mean that men. Men or women are destined to do them. It's just that these things play out quite when, a lot well, in your experience. When people are in a long-term relationship, women are less comfortable than men are. Men, men get their feet under the table and they're like, right, sorted, got, got out, sure. did everything, did the wedding, yada yada yada. We got the kid, tick. blah blah blah, and now I just want to go into cruise control. Whereas women are still wanting the fairy tale to continue. Whereas for a lot of men, it's like, I've, I've done that now. I guess you share some qualities with women in that sense that you, you're you never really happy. You're quite restless. You're always questioning things. That's because I was raised by a woman, though. And, right. Because and, and, you're a, sing, a single mum, essentially. Uh, yeah. So you I have, in similar like to me, you have a lot of feminine qualities which manifest in quite a masculine way. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I always feel like my part of my brain is feminine uh, because of being... Around a loving woman who... All the time, right. yeah, And understanding that women do think a bit more about that so therefore it's probably left a, a mark on me to think more about is this enough am i happy is this what i want and you are quite that's that's a lot of i feel like that's you like it leaves you a bit restless though if that makes sense of course yeah but that's i mean that's interesting to unpack but at the same time i also want to see you happy so what makes you happy and that's where the, the masculine side of it comes in of wanting comfort of wanting rocket league but every night i'm also aware that like you have to play the game, innit? You have to kind of be a bit on both sides and do I get enough that. for each other to make to make that last, don't you? I I really uh, and I think you like this, Brian. I deeped it for a little while oh, after. Really? Yeah, I did, and that sort of a podcast. What does that mean? It's a podcast phrase I picked up. Uh, so if you want to make it sound like you're very thoughtful about something and that you've really put some time and effort into it, you go. You know, if you really deep it. Okay. And then you drop a profound go, thought. Go for it. I did some reflecting on Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Oh, we've been asked to cover this because obviously now there's been a, a, a verdict. Yeah. Um, Johnny essentially won. Can I, La- can I give you my deep Turned thoughts? out she was lying. <laughs> right, I get that. <laughs> Who would have thought it? On a surface level, we've done, we've done the whole lying thing, right? But I was quite interested afterwards when I was thinking about everyone has sort of invested in one side or the other and kind of... I. I I guess to me, I was sitting there thinking, why have we done that? Like, why is there such investment in Johnny and Amber? I think it's because it's a very rare case because generally speaking, this is the first time where we've seen a high profile case where the man has gone the attack 
after being the accused. But, but so he was the accused in the UK and he was actually found guilty of um, quite a few things in England. And then he took it to America. And I think... Part- he got her on the stand though. And that was a major difference. And that's what I'm thinking here is, I think justice in America is a little bit different to justice in England. And I think- But this was justice, this was trial by us. She killed his career with the accusations. This is trial by the public. This is PR. and, And this is the most important thing in reality to a career is whether we want to see his movies again. And if we feel like he is this evil monster that she painted him out to be... Harvey Weinstein style. We do not want to go and... Yeah, Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, powerful men in the past who've abused their power, which does happen, not denying that. But obviously, um, you know, this was more revealing because we got to see her on the stand and we got to see what an obvious liar she really is. No, and I get that. And, and, but um, I guess what I'm saying is like, people can get a bit bogged down in the weeds of it. Part of me didn't, I don't still understand why there is this need to invest in one side or the other. Do you know what I, I mean? Think because, well, I think men and women both feel attachment to this because women obviously have been victims. A lot of women, a staggering amount of women have been victims of um, abuse abuse or coercion or whatever you want to call it. In one way or another. Right. And, um, And men also feel like because when women talk about this publicly, they use the phrase men, which obviously it doesn't mean all men. But when men read those things, they take it a bit to heart and therefore they feel like, well, it isn't all men. And I think men out there wanted to show that, you know, sometimes the accusations will be false. Right. There is no 362 in this hotel. And kind of the point I made in that podcast, which was ironically... um, Clipped up out of context. Deliberately misinterpreted. um, And and therefore, it's that beautiful um, way that online works where you go... I'm going to deliberately misinterpret what he said. I'm then going to use fake outrage and be a social justice warrior against this person, even when I know the real point he's making is a valid one, but that doesn't help me further my own career. Or my own uh, status as Yeah, so that if I'm seen as the guy who's bashing True Geordie, I've then got something to gain from this. Also, because I think what comes with True Geordie is your shorthand for men. You're kind of an easy, quite masculine target. Now, the other aspect is, like, you know, when you're watching that clip back, did you sort of go, oh, I could have, you know what? Yeah, actually, I probably could have said that a bit better. I, I oh, could have made no, that of course, point in a different but, way. But, but at the same time, the, but I, I... You know what you meant. But everyone knew what I meant. Well, clearly not, Brian. No, there's a lot uh, be, of very because, angry people. Because people deliberately misinterpret the broad point. Okay. So, so, for example, uh, some of the examples of celebrities I used, one of them was guilty of something. Right, maybe, was, t- maybe two of them. Yeah, whatever. for different reasons, yeah. But, which was stupid of me. But I think I mentioned Chris Brown and... Yeah, um, Cristiano Ronaldo and uh, Conor M- McGregor. McGregor, yeah. right. The, they were a few, but the point is... is the list of famous men who've been accused of wrongdoing towards women is insanely big. It is, yeah. it, it is from Neil deGrasse Tyson to Nev, Neve off of uh, Catfish. Catfish. That was proven to be untrue, by the way. That, uh, was, that was actually completely whatever. false. The point is, regardless, is, 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 is Chris Brown, obviously, people thought I was on about Rihanna when I, I wasn't on about the Rihanna thing. It was another accusation he about had. About a month ago, Chris uh, Brown had an accusation that was, oh, actually, I think he took that to court, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. But yeah. and, 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 and you had Neymar, Cristiano Ronaldo, like so many superstars. And the point I was making wasn't that they're obviously not a great um, example. I don't, yeah. But 
the point I'm making isn't that whether they're guilty or not. No, right? Because I'm sure some of them are guilty. I'm, obviously, prove it. Powerful men have abused power before. Weinstein and Bill Cosby, you know, to the worst degrees, obviously. Many of them. But I, all, all my point is 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 simple. Johnny Depp was proven to be innocent, in my opinion, right? But only of defamation. Only of defamation. But but I seen more than enough to think. This was a toxic relationship where if anyone was more abusive, it was her. Right. And yet she was the one slinging the shit. And so that's what I so, thought, yeah. So my point was only that when you look into their financial situation and you see Johnny Depp worth 500 million, Amber Heard worth a couple of million, and the level of reward that could have been there for her to bounce a career off of the back of being A, married to him, but also being a victim of his and therefore becoming... Uh, somewhat of a, a person that Hollywood has to gather around and help out and right. boost her career to take the victim um, position in that triangle, the drama triangle. And and more importantly, like I personally have had a babysitter when I was a kid try and touch me, right? And and and, and that sort of thing. So I'm not marginalising overall victims because I know. Um, not just women, <laughs> right. but people yeah. can be victims of men who are in a position of power, as that babysitter was with me. Right. Okay? Now, luckily, that you know didn't go the way it could have done, but for, it was terrifying. You know what I mean? It was a scary moment in my life when I was a kid. I was about eight years old. So, so, but, to, to, so to that extent, what you're saying is you understand or you feel that you can relate to the their their position as a absolutely and i've I've interviewed a woman who was kidnapped for nine months at 14 years old and it was one of the most if not the most powerful interview of my entire life right so emotionally i i connect as best as a man can with people who've been uh, victims on a on a general level and as i said in the podcast which obviously didn't make it a social media uh they should do that really what i think when people do the clipping they should be able to put multiple bits together what people tend to do is just take to, one I, piece don't, how about no, don't clip me out of context and just watch the entire podcast the point is, is <laughs> we should probably call the podcast that <laughs> yeah the point is is general people in everyday life who have issues like that and make accusations I generally think probably 99.999% are telling the truth and maybe there's one crazy person in there who may not be for example I think to act like no one would ever lie is silly right 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 and 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 as Amber Heard proved how much she lied whether it be about donating the money or all the accusations towards Johnny which had such little proof and his accusations to her had such big proof but also how people had experienced the complete opposite of what she'd experienced so absolutely so all I'm saying is when there's such a huge reward as Johnny had above his head and as all of these male celebrities have above their head as as she proved, I'm, I'm not saying something that hasn't been proven. Sometimes someone can lie in order to secure the bag. And I just think that the fact that so many huge celebrities have been accused of these things, it makes me think that the likelihood is, is that some of them have also been falsely accused. Absolutely. And, and right? I think, but, but that's... But I'm not yeah. saying that that's definite. I'm saying it could have happened. Right. And therefore, logically... There are people out there who would stab someone in the chest for a million pound. There are there are men and women who would do that. This isn't a sexism thing. This is just an opportunist thing. 
people are opportunists in life and to deny that and to ignore that that's even a possibility it's burying your head in the sand and acting like this that someone wouldn't lie about someone in order to secure a 10 million pound payout or whatever and change your life when people burgle people people do things that are for minimal amount of money so then to say that they wouldn't wrongfully accuse and lie about someone to secure millions of pounds as as a potential just to even acknowledge that it could happen and to, to then say i'm a victim blamer just for even saying hey this is possible guess you hmm uh amber heard did that maybe someone else might have done it before to even call me a hmm. victim blamer just for suggesting that that is a possibility is insane right it is insane and, and i get and that because i'm not saying every celebrity who's ever been accused is innocent that would be mental that is not i don't when people try and take you out of context and they deliberately misinterpret you so that they can put themselves on a pedestal as the hero who is bashing you because you're such a bad guy and they're trying to cancel you 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 i don't respond to it because they're only making themselves look stupid everyone who knows me knows that that's not what I am. Or that what you're saying. No, because I, yeah, I, I And everyone with common sense out there knows that. But some people just don't like, and th- like the fact that I've made a success out of my life. But you know what? Here's the sad bit for those cunts. You know, if they, you do manage to somehow cancel me, you get rid of me. Your life's still shit. You're not, you don't get the chair. You don't get to come and live here and be the podcaster. Don't you they? don't get to take away everything I've built through my hard work. But when you kill the king, doesn't don't you then no, take you the crown? Right. You, you don't. You not still king, but, you, you know. don't get all the food in my fridge, you don't get my TV, you don't get every other There's a lot of food. You, you, so destroying me, it, it, as much as that might feel good in that moment, you're not gonna be happy. But I keep okay, trying. But that's kind of what I understood from um that was I realised there are many different angles that yeah. people come at this uh, case from. And I think you were coming at it from one angle and your focus was um, very more, more male focus than female focus. Naturally, you're a man. The reason I brought the... I had a babysitter when I was eight years old rubbing on his crotch in front of me. Yeah, that's horrible. And, and, and wanting to fuck, right? So it ain't, it ain't like I'm unable to imagine how a woman would feel in that situation because I was a child yeah. in that situation. So for them to have a go at me and I have no shame in admitting that and I don't think anyone should why would you yeah Uh, um, for them to be like this guy it's like well actually I do have experience in that but you didn't you didn't know that because you know why you looked at me and thought big man with tattoos couldn't possibly ever have been a victim of sexual abuse sure or anything like that because they see you now not exactly right and that's why people attack me as well because they look at me and think manly man who is suggesting that a woman could lie purely because a woman has lied and that's been proven and we've seen that happen i mean it has been played out the way, uh, literally yeah. we've seen that she's lied about all sorts of things but that doesn't mean all women are liars i'm just saying it could have happened before I- but for them to just take one look at me and bash me i've had this my whole life and, sure. I, and i'm quite fed up with it now like i know i might look gammon or whatever right or whatever they say ready pink like a brexit looking cunt or whatever just sure. because i'm you know tattooed and did English you vote guy. brexit but I'm kind of fed up with it. You know what I mean? I get I'm, I'm, that. I'm bored with it. That's why I don't respond publicly on all the tweets and all that. I just can't. You don't know. You don't know. So fuck off. You know what I mean? Yeah. They use a bias against me because I've said something dumb about football. And that's kind of what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Or, or, or something that they didn't like. on, Or, or they've seen the rant videos from years ago and they think that that's who this guy is. And they think they know you. And this is the, the smart thing I think Amber Heard did or Amber Heard's people did. They made which, it about women. Right. 
and, and that's that, why that, they that's keep saying and that's what I said that's why they keep saying this verdict has set women back no it hasn't you've set women back right. you know why you set women back you because you lied name. right you lied yeah. and all of the other women out there who are telling the truth are now going to be looked at with scepticism because of what you did that, so don't blame me for what Amber Heard did that's what I found Amber that, Heard lied so that's what I, I didn't lie right that's what, t- you well, know, you're so, telling what you believe to be the truth you, there and, and, and what you're saying how you see it, it doesn't but, mean that you're but saying that, you that's what pisses me off is, right. is because what they don't realise is Amber Heard's spin campaign is working on them because by me even mentioning that other women may have done that before they're attacking me but it's because of Amber Heard that we're having to acknowledge that it's because of people like her scumbags who want to take down a guy who's worked very hard for his whole career because it's better than her going back to her bullshit life right but uh, and then there's the Johnny side of the spin machine where I think that's that's what Johnny it felt to me the more I, I looked at it the more like the PR people around Johnny are gone we need to get a hold on this because we need your career to keep going basically I, I don't think so, I don't think that I think it was it was do or die it was your, your career's fucked you need to challenge her with everything we have and have this out in court in front of the world because but, then they'll see right. once she's on the stand he knew her and he knew like Liam Payne, like yeah. Liam Payne, put a microphone in front of him. I bet you all those One Direction lads in that band are We're like thrilled. No, but I bet they're like, now you will see what. Yeah, you no, yeah. yeah. Z- Zane and, probably and, went. Now you see why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And similarly, the minute she was on the stand and started with the tears about the most ridiculous of things and overacting and showing that she was overacting because she was desperately in trouble and trying to sell everything that was bullshit. Johnny Depp would have sat back and went, "I knew this was going to happen because I know her." I'm bored of something happening in one person's life, like a celebrity or at least someone who's like semi-famous, and that becoming something that everyone relates to and then there's 10 Guardian articles about it about how this is about abuse of women this is about men being this this is about women being this like sometimes things just happen to individual people and I get it but it doesn't have to be a societal trend not everything has to be Yes, that's happening in society and therefore it's happening everywhere. And that's globally everyone's experience. The, the, and if you don't relate, you're the problem. The, if you don't understand yeah. it, you don't the get it. The fact that they were like, yeah, Johnny Depp winning this case has just set all women back. It's like, just, do you really think we <laughs> like the idea that we're comparing Johnny Depp to, to all, all men, men. <laughs> or Amber Heard to all women? A good little catch up. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Thanks a lot to our sponsors for today as well. Appreciate you guys. Big love revolution. Putting the card do, out there. Do remember, check the link in the description. If you do care about us, we need you to back our sponsors. This is important. These guys are looking after us. We want you to look after them. So they're also a product we believe in, which is very yeah, good. they're very actually good. very yeah. reputable and very uh, very handy to have. Actually, so. a really great app as well. Really, yeah, really go great. for it, guys! So, yeah, and uh, thanks for watching. We appreciate you. Don't forget to hit that like button. Stay subscribed. Thanks, and we'll see you on the next one.